Here's a message from Ken Lavica. You know who's not getting enough respect in the NFL these days? That real under-the-radar Joe Burrow. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yep. Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavica Live on ESPN 1063. All right, so I want to preface everything we're about to do. Everything we're about to do with the following statement. I fully support anyone or anything that actively seeks out any perceived disrespect in order to give themselves an edge. I promise you, if I was an athlete and not a mousy little sports talk radio host, I would absolutely, anything that I saw in the papers or anything I heard on sports talk radio or anything that an opponent said to me, as innocuous as it may be, it could be, man, Ken, pretty good game tonight. And I'd be like, wait, you didn't think I played a great game? Mm. I'd be that guy. Mm. I'd be that guy. I'd be always digging, digging, digging. Like, there's there's no way that personality trait surprises you at all, Theo. No, Knowing what not. you know about me, there's no way that that surprises you. Not at all. And I know you grew up on Michael Jordan. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So if there's anybody that's going to be a self-motivator in a way of looking for outside influences to overhype. Yeah. To pump themselves up, yeah, it's gonna be Ken Levick. Like, like, legitimately, I fully one hundred percent stand behind that. That said, there are some, some of these reaches that we've seen in the last couple of weeks that are just ridiculous. When it comes to ah, we're being disrespected, we're being disrespected. You know what? Mm, there's probably a line. There's probably a line. There's a line of delineation from, oh, yeah, I respect that. Too. All right, you're being absolutely, you're being absolutely insane. But it's, it's the best that go that route. It's the best that go that route. The best who are looking for the motivation. Then there are teams and there are players that just get respect for no reason at all. They haven't earned it, but they just get it. That is... That maybe, to me, is the most maddening thing in sports. And that is what we're discussing today because that happens all the time. And I would much rather just pile on that, those people that get respect for really doing nothing, not earning it, than those who maybe, maybe stretch the truth and distort reality a little bit in order to get that edge. Ken Levick alive here on a Wednesday on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. And a John Levine action in attorney studios downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the sparkly and warm intracoastal. Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights, Radio Life Partner. He runs this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29 in his regular well, seat, not Wednesday seat, but he's in the seat on a Wednesday, which is good. Yeah. All right. So this caught my eye after the AFC divisional game between the Bengals and the Bills on Sunday, a game that was won in emphatic fashion by Cincinnati. Kimberly Martin, ESPN, she talked with Jamar Chase, 
the fantastic Bills wide receiver who was gypped out Bengals. of what was in a uh, Bengals. Did yeah. I say Bills? Yeah, yeah. Bengals wide receiver who was gypped out of, yeah, absolutely. Uh, meanwhile, they've got Stephon Diggs stuck in the sideline yelling at Josh <laughs> Allen. Uh, but but Jamar Chase, who was gypped out of an all-world touchdown pass play, burrowed to Chase in the back of the end zone because, as we established earlier this week, pro-Bills agenda in the NFL. But Kimberly Martin tweeted the following. Jamar Chase told me Joe Burrow, quote, gets overlooked and, quote, disrespected, Mm. just like their Bengals team. Burrow is a true quarterback, said Chase. Look, Josh Allen's a great QB, too, but Joe can do it all. Josh Allen's game revolves around just being a dual threat running quarterback. That's not bad, but Joe is more of a Peyton Manning, Tom Brady type of QB, end quote, Jamar Chase. That's right, Jamar. If there's one thing that Joe Burrow is, it's disrespected. If there's one thing that Joe Burrow is, it's overlooked. You're right, Jamar, and this is what I'm talking about. The greats do this. The greats do this. They manufacture this this fake narrative, this fake disrespect that that people are putting out there. They can they can uh, distort anything to fit their these people don't believe in us mm. sort of mindset, and then they do it for their teammates as well. I mean. I get what Jamar Chase is doing because Jamar Chase is great. Joe Burrow is great, but Jamar Chase is also not living in reality. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 kind of making these things up, and and you gotta kind of have an edge, right? If you're a professional athlete, you wake up every day in this routine, and you're trying to like at some point. You got to look for some kind of external motivation. I can't hate on it, but it is completely false. I mean, it is false. false. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 Stone, there is nobody, nobody on the planet going into the season after what Joe, Joe Burrow did last year who's sitting there saying, oh, Joe Burrow, yeah, I just don't think he's it. He ain't it. He ain't this guy, he doesn't show me anything. Nobody, nobody did that. Nobody with a functioning, fully functioning human brain, a, a, a cerebral cortex that is fully intact said anything like that. Yeah, and we see guys around all different leagues, you know, throw around quotes like this. For me, it's delusion. And I always say that it's the one thing that these professional athletes use that us normal people, us normal human beings aren't able to use like Jamar Chase is fully delusional when he's saying that Joe Burrow's overlooked. Hey, but whatever works, whatever gets you out of bed. I mean, it's their thing. It is truly their thing because they've continued to make comments during the course of this week already that this Bengals locker room, uh, nobody gives us any chance. Nobody gives us any respect. Dudes, you were in the Super Bowl last year. And you're year. favored against you're the Chiefs. You're favored on right the road. now. Yeah, you're favored on the, on the road right now. Like, at some point, that just rings hollow because there's no tangible thing unless they're talking about some rando that holds up to this narrative that the Bengals are trying to push that nobody's giving them a chance. No, almost <laughs> they're more. It's closer to everybody's giving you a chance than nobody's giving you a chance in the the span of who's giving you a chance. Yeah, Stone, you said yesterday what eighty percent of the money on the Bengals or so, and it's probably rising now. Yeah, it's about eighty, and it'll come down before kickoff. But you know, early money's coming all over the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this reminds me though of after the national championship game in college football, again, won by Georgia 65-7 to against TCU. Mm. If you want to go back to that nightmare. That Is that really the score? 65-7. It, it was that bad. <laughs> uh. It's really hard to believe once you relive that score, hear that score again, that that actually God. did happen, and that was two weeks ago, 65-7. to Georgia's 
Nolan Smith on a live 11 in Atlanta talking with our former ESPN West Palm teammate Maria Martin made the following claim about what motivated Georgia this year to a second straight national championship. This was a perfect season and a team that was doubted in the beginning of the year. Was Nobody this an doubted exclamation them. mark on such a special year? That's all I got to say. They thought we was going to go seven and five. Nobody we said ended that. Up perfect. I could talk trash now because I'm done. I'm a dog for life and I'll always be a dog. <laughs> Nobody in the world. Okay, I feel confident saying this. I have no evidence to support it, but I feel confident saying I will put my reputation or what's left of it on the line by saying there is no human being, living, breathing organism on the planet that's able to communicate using vocal cords, tongue, and a human language in any language that's spoken. Nobody said back in July and in August, you know what? I look at this schedule. I think Georgia might go seven and five. Not a single homo sapien said that. Well, I did look into the Atlanta Journal. uh, What is it? The Atlanta Journal. AGC, Atlanta Journal Constitution. Constitution, yeah. Why did they even go that hard? (laughs) There was this one writer, uh, Smurby Cart, who uh, wrote a a nice column (laughs) Uh that said they would go seven and five. Outside of Smurby Cart, Uh who Uh, uh, who presented that. An opinion piece? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that Smurby Cart. Yeah, that Smurby Cart. And it was was in their locker room all year long. So I guess that's where they got the seven and five from. Outside of him, I don't don't think anybody else wrote that. Like, it's so funny. Like, think about that. This is ludicrous. Jamar Chase on his own saying, oh, Joe Burrow, uh, disrespected, overlooked. Like, that's silly. Nolan Smith, that's the silliest. Yeah, come on. FAU does this right now. FAU basketball, they're on a run of 18 straight wins right now. They're ranked number 21 in the nation. They do this because they know they're good, but they're constantly finding internal motivation. They will watch the team they're about to play. They'll watch the post-game interview from this team to see what that player, uh, their their star player, the player getting interviewed for the opposing team says about FAU because there's always inevitably going to be a question about them so they can nitpick that mm. and find an edge. Like UTEP, their, their star point guard before FAU played them last weekend, a- after the game, he talks with ESPN Plus and uh, he asks him, how, how do you beat a nationally ranked FAU? And he said, oh, we just got to play our game and get that dub. The guy saw that to get that dub and they came in and they held that dude to six points mm. on Saturday night. Like, mm. that's the type of stuff. That's what the greats do is they just find this manufactured fury. Yeah, but in FAU's case, like, they are overlooked. Like, they are underrated and not getting a lot of people's respect, or as much as they should be right now. So it, it's smart to do that. Like, it's useful. It's not just fake propaganda from but Smurby it, Cart. It's not nearly <laughs> as silly as Nolan Smith saying, yeah, right. people picked us to be seven. No, nobody picked you to be seven and five. Nobody. No, and nobody's overlooking Joe Burrow. That said, though, there are a number, a number of sports entities, player, team, coach, that are over-respected. Not disrespected, but over-respected. And I want to focus on them because as, as much as we laugh at, ah, oh, don't respect us, they doubted us, as much as that's funny, at least they're striving, they're working to try and get the respect they deserve. There are some players, coaches, teams that get respect and don't deserve it. And A team that immediately comes to mind is a team that lost to the Miami Heat last night behind a BAM 30 ball, Mm. an elite-level NBA Defensive Player of the Year effort 
Bam Adebayo. The Boston Celtics. I understand they were in the finals a year ago, but how about you, you win something at all? Like just, just win, win something. Win an NBA championship at some point. They have ridden so far off of one random title that they won with Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce and Ray Allen in 2008. People act like the Celtics are some sort of dynasty, that they're some sort of unstoppable force that is constantly beast in the East, when in reality, they haven't won a championship since 2008. Last year, they went back to the finals for only the second time since 2008. Guess who's been there five times since 2008, the NBA Finals, and won it twice? Oh, yeah, the Miami Heat. Mm. Weird. Weird. Mm. Yet, yet the Heat, ah, how are they doing this? Huh? Uh, they, they don't win enough quarters. And by the way, if you're scoring at home, the Heat won the quarters battle against the Celtics 3-1 to one last <laughs> night, okay? So the win holds up Chris Carlin. And Chris Canty, okay? Mm. That holds up, okay? That was the stupidest who you debate hear, ever. Who you hear after us here on ESPN 106.3, the stupidest sports narrative yeah. I've ever heard so in a, over a, in almost two decades of doing this. But the Boston Celtics actually do something. Like We treat the Celtics like they're some sort of pillar-dwelling NBA franchise. Oh, great. Congratulations on your eight straight titles back in an era where nobody watched the NBA. Congrats. Mm. Congrats. Congrats. I'll give you Bill Russell. I'm not giving you anything. What about Havlicek? Havlicek would get worked in this NBA, okay? Hello for Sam Jones? <laughs> Just random dudes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to play Name That Random 70s yeah. Celtic later on Ken Levicka Live. But the Boston Celtics won title since 2008, and we want to give them flowers constantly. The great Brad Stevens. What a coach. What a coach. And then he just fleed up to the front office. And then, oh, the savior, head coach, look. And then he's, he's, he's sleeping around, allegedly, the Celtics organization. I, is that even allegedly job. still? I don't even know if you still have to drop an allegedly. He's suspended still. That's true. I mean, he literally lost his job. Yeah, he lost his yeah, job. Yeah. I think we. Yeah, I know you're being a safe, smart journalist. I'm just but. trying to. <laughs> I'm just trying to avoid any sort of problems. Okay. I think it's proven at this point. Yeah. <laughs> but but the Boston Celtics, they are so overrespected for having one season where they won a title, and I would argue too, as an offshoot of that overrespect, Doc Rivers is the most over-respected coach Ooh. in the NBA. Ooh. Because what in God's name is Doc Rivers done? He was going to get fired. He was going to lose his job before Danny Age went and got Ray Allen and went and got Kevin Garnett. And they won that one championship, and all of a sudden, Doc Rivers, coaching institution, coaching brain, Doc mm. Rivers. And what saved Doc Rivers in L.A. was the Donald Sterling Donald situation Sterling because Doc big. Rivers handled that perfectly. Yeah. I mean, he was he truly was a, a leader. From a non-basketball standpoint, he was a leader because when he is a leader from a coaching standpoint, you don't win. As he has evidence with the Clippers, who had way too much talent to fall short every time like they did. Yeah. Uh, the 76ers, that is truly, truly holding the same sort of line that Doc Rivers held with the Clippers. But everything, Kendrick Perkins, Kendrick Perkins, so over-respected that he is, he is now a face you see plastered on ESPN <laughs> as a basketball expert. I Big cannot Perk. believe that. 
every single day. Kendrick day. Perkins from that 2008 team over-respected. I think that might be it right there. You, your Celtics I've hit point, the apex of it. Your Celtics point is that's the perfect like symbolization of it, is that 08 championship team. No, well, but I, I'll counter with this too. Paul Pierce being in the discussion with Dwayne He's Wade no, no, in no, terms no. of all-time great. <laughs> no. That Paul Pierce over-respected from that standpoint because of the 2008 title. He inserted himself into that conversation. It was never a conversation. Because yeah. the Celtics organization and Celtics fans were so emboldened yeah. by one year that yeah. came out of nowhere, and then they haven't won anything since, and they've only <laughs> been back to the finals twice. They've been so emboldened, they think they can go that route. The players, the fans, the analysts, they think they can go that route. Yeah. In the words of Draymond, they don't love you like that. They don't love you like You're not that. Kobe. And Celtics, they don't <laughs> love you like that. Paul Pierce, they don't love you like that. Uh, Which player teams or coaches are over-respected? In a world where we sit here and we say, ah, they, they disrespected me. They're doubting me, and I'm going to show them. That is common in sports. I don't want to focus on that, though. I want to focus on those who haven't earned anything, who haven't earned anything. And I'll say it, too. Marcus Smart didn't earn NBA Defensive Player of the Year last year. He didn't earn it. It was stolen from Bam Adebayo. Marcus Smart only got it because the voters felt it was trendy for a guard <laughs> to win Defensive Player of the Year. Okay? Okay? I'm not against Marcus that. Marcus Smart, as a defender, over-respected. The Celtics as a team, over-respected. Which player, team, coach to you is most over-respected? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776 at KLV1063. Theo, give me your most over-respected. Someone that you think gets way too much credit than they deserve. The complete opposite of, they doubted me. They disrespected me. So I'm going to go work the rest. No, these people... They just get their flowers for doing nothing. They walk out of their house, boom, flowers appear. And that ain't it. That ain't it in my life. I work too hard Mm. to watch people get credit for stuff they don't do. They don't do. They just earn it. They earn it because they're part of a brand or they have this reputation that's unearned. Who fits that criteria for you? Bill Belichick, New England Patriots. Oh, boy, this is a shot right here. Now, look. Oh, do tell, Theo. When I say this and and you do, you you said – haven't earned it. Has Bill Belichick earned the respect? Yes, of course he's earned. But the has respect. he? Has he? Uh, what? Theo, since, tell me, what has he done since um since twenty nineteen? And uh-huh. this is this is the caveat. It's Bill Belichick sans Tom Brady. Mm. Since Tom Brady took his talents to Tampa Bay, Bill Belichick has had two losing seasons mm. and one winning season. Where when they made the playoffs, they were immediately, immediately escorted out quicker than Odell Beckham Jr. got kicked off that flight. They got out the playoffs that year. I think 37-14 yeah. was that loss to the Bills. Yeah. So for people to continuously, and it happens every single week in the NFL when a team is preparing to play Bill Belichick, you start hearing the stats. Bill Belichick is this and that versus young quarterbacks. Bill Belichick coach defenses present these kind of challenges for opposing teams. And on a week-to-week basis for the past three years, we've seen Bill Belichick be outcoached. Mm-hmm. We've seen his defenses and offenses be outman. Mm-hmm. He made the seen, conscious decision to let Matt Patricia call plays this exactly. year. Exactly. And we've seen him make terrible choices, not only in the NFL draft, but also with constructing his own staff. Bill Belichick in today's NFL gets much too respect or way too much respect, especially when you have guys like Brian Dayball, Kyle Shanahan, 
and guys like even, dare I say, Mike McDaniel with the Miami Dolphins doing what they're doing at the level that they're doing it at, I think that it's time for us to continually have this conversation. Bill Belichick is getting too much respect when Tom Brady's not under center for him. I love that. I love it. I say the Celtics are over-respected in sports. Sure, they're a great brand, and they won a lot. And yes, Larry Bird, and (laughs) yes, they had Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce. You think about it, Ray Allen, key part of the Celtics' big three, this Celtics superpower, and Ray Allen won more titles with the Heat Mm. than he did with the Celtics. Mm. I mean, think about that. Ray Allen, Celtics legend. He won more titles with the Heat. Won more titles with the Heat. Went to three more NBA finals than he did with the Celtics. He only got one with the Heat, though, right? He didn't get the first one. He's got the second one. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. All right, fine. Same number. Same Same number. But he doubled. He doubled it. He doubled it. He doubled his titles number when he came to Miami. Point stands. (laughs) Point stands. Can I I have to ask, you know, how much stock are you putting in these titles? Because Boston's the best team in the league right now. They're 35 and 14. Wait, do I, um, um, do you know what the Larry O'Brien trophy looks like? It's Uh, hard. uh It's uh hard to win a Larry O'Brien. It's hard to hoist a Lombardi trophy. Uh Mm-hmm. I mean, we're watching these teams fall flat mm-hmm. in the playoffs each and every year. This team's 35-14. and 14. They're okay. atop of these five games ahead of the Bucs. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum averages 32 points a game. This team's a problem mm-hmm. when healthy. You're just discrediting everything it's also, they do? It's also January 20... What's the date? January 24th. It's January 25th. And it's only going to trend more in Boston's favor. They just won eight of their last ten games. Yeah, they lost to the Heat. But this team's right now the most complete and most... Dangerous team that no, no. you can come up against. Since 2008, I'll just do some some math here. There's the title in 2008. Let's see. Heat, um, 2012, 2013. Oh, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's hard to win a title. There's so much more talk about the Celtics than the Heat, and it is absolutely ridiculous. They're better than them. In what in in what regard? This in every year? single regard, maybe not titles, about? but in every single year, oh, maybe not titles, maybe not titles. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Maybe <laughs> not titles. Good, good. They're the they're the. Actually, we're going to look from 2008 to now. We're going to see who finished regular seasons better, more consistently. The Heat or the Celtics? And I have a feeling you are going to be in for a very rude awakening about what we're going to discover, what we're going to unearth. We'll do it together as a family during the break, and then we'll present our findings. How and about that? That's great. And I could also you know dig back some fossils as well. But truth be told. The Miami Heat are 27 and 24. Cool. Like, they're sorry. And, and the Boston Celtics are the best team in the league. Five games ahead of the Bucs. Five games ahead of the Sixers. Yep. Like, this and is the best Jimmy, team in the NBA. And Jimmy Butler's Heat team worked them in the fourth quarter last night. A load night. management Miami Heat team, yeah, that we're watching and we're giving respect to. No, play your guys. Jimmy Butler, get out there on the no, court. No, he's got a back Jay- injury. Why would he do that? He's got to be healthy for the Eastern yeah, Conference Finals in the rematch Celtics, against the Celtics. The Celtics are the scariest team in the league right now. By far. Coming off of an NBA Finals appearance, losing to what we call the best basketball team ever assembled. They lost. So if it wasn't them, if it was Memphis, or it was Denver, they'd be hoisting your your, your fancy trophy. The Warriors team wasn't the best ever assembled. I'm just saying, you know those guys. That That is completely insane. Now we're discrediting the Golden State Warriors. Now we're really getting somewhere. No, no, no. no. Previous iterations of the Warriors might have been the best of all time, but not last year. I didn't see Kevin Durant on that floor. I did not see Kevin Durant on that floor. I I saw only like... A 50 to 70% of Klay Thompson left on that floor. I saw yeah. old Draymond Green. Yeah. And then I just saw the immaculate Steph Curry. Oh, but don't worry. The Celtics right now are the top team in the Eastern Conference. What else do you want them to do? They had the defensive player of the year, quote-unquote, at point guard, supposed to be able to man up on Steph Curry. They're trying to win 
world championships. Like they're trying, they're getting to the place you need to go to win a championship. Like they're actively doing so no, more they, so than any other sport. Stone, you're right. That's good sports talk radio. Hey, at least they're giving great effort. <laughs> It's hard. At least Brad Stevens gave great effort. It's what? hard. I think worse sports talk radio is talking about how they haven't won titles. It's damn no, they, hard to win no, a title. That is that is legitimately what? the point. It's hard to do no, that. That's, 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 but we know Stone, it's hard is, to win titles. Stone, Why it's impossible to win titles is, for a lot of these that's guys. That's the damn point of sports. What are you even talking about? Oh, Ken, January 25th, the Celtics have the best record in the East. It's, oh, my point's right. It's what a, are you talking about? It sounds like an Aaron Rodgers fan. That's it's, it's not yeah. a one-player sport. It's, it's full of rosters. It's full of 22 guys on the field at a time and, and, and five on a court for your team like it's not easy to do the Boston Celtics are the best team yeah. in the NBA we're just discrediting them for kicking everyone's ass yeah, every no, night no yeah. it's good it's I mean. except last night and also it's really good that um that January 25th their first place in the east congratulations to them and maybe they can hang a banner just like the 76ers were, do every year for winning a series they were first place in the east last year and they made it all the way to the NBA finals like they're just going to do it again and again and again these guys oh, are young and claim. they're dangerous I am I am if there's one team in the league I'm most afraid of right now it is the current iteration of the Boston Celtics I would like to challenge you on this. Show me something. The Milwaukee Bucks have been without who for the majority of this year. And he's back, Mr. Chris Middleton. And he's back, just recently back. So, and how many games back are they of the five? Celtics? Five games back yeah. without their second most important sure. offensive piece. Maybe at times first most important, especially when they're in a half court. I don't think the Celtics are a better team than the Bucks if both are at full health because of Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday. But we'll have to see it in the playoffs. Yeah, and that's so what they're doing right now in January. I don't give a damn about. And I'm not putting that much stock yeah. into it. That series price come time when it is Milwaukee versus Boston is going to be maybe Milwaukee minus a 130. Like they're not yeah. going to give them that much credit. Also, we're talking about a Miami Heat team who beat a Boston team without Malcolm Brogdon last night, without Jalen Brown, without all their guys. Jason Tatum was the only one out on the court, but that's the game the we best, pick and choose. Blah, blah, best team. Blah, blah, who was the best player in the Heat? Blah, blah, Jimmy Butler. Where was Jimmy Butler? Last he didn't play as well. Blah, blah. So why why does it matter who Jason Tatum played and Jimmy Butler didn't? We just we're talking about a load management game last night, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Where, where nobody was on the court, yeah. and and that's the one we're picking and choosing. If Boston was fully healthy, they would hey, have dominated man, this sorry Heat it's, team. It's crazy! Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's crazy! Stones turned the Celtics into the Buffalo Bills of the NBA. Hey, let's sure. just make excuses, oh. man. Speaking of overrespected, Josh Allen. Josh Allen <laughs> is absolutely in this conversation. Uh-oh. Tony Romo, he's an alien. He's an alien. He's an alien. Yeah, that alien came to Earth and just couldn't stop throwing it to the other team over the last six weeks and then fell short again. I, I'm really curious what rule change the NFL is going to make this year <laughs> to try and push the Bills into the Super Bowl next year. Which player, team, coach is most over-respected in sports? We're not talking about those who think they're disrespected. That's too simple. Who gets too much credit for really not doing anything? Not impressing at all. Which player, team, or coach is over-respected? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us, at KLV1063. Let's head to the phones. Carl is in West Palm. What's up, Carl? Uh, hey, uh, I'm right along with you. Uh, those bills, I'm so sick of them. They did nothing. We see them. I'm a Dolphins fan, too. But we see them at least what? Twice a year, and I'm and we could have beat them twice, and they just keep on parading around and trying to make us or force that they're supposed to be yep. in the Super Bowl yep. or went to the Super Bowl. Yep, I don't get it. I'm sick of hearing it. You're totally right. Thanks. You're yeah, absolutely. Thank you. We are on the same page, Carl. You and I, we're on the same page. Uh, Bussa Livin, he uh, he messages me. Chris Paul's overrespected. It hurts me to say it. Oh wow, why? 
I mean, Chris Paul is not over-respected. I think he's overly disrespected. Mm. Yeah, I think he's become mm. one of those permanent laughing stocks yes. for no reason. Because, because he doesn't have the champion, I think he gets overly disrespected, and he's had a couple playoff failures, but like he's one of the most efficient and like floor general guards we've had in this generation. Like He's probably the best all-around point guard that we've seen in the past 20 years in the NBA. And if you were asking some of the best players in the league if you would want to play with Chris Paul, I think Heck all of yeah. their answers would be a quick yes. Look at what he did when he went to Oklahoma right, City. That's fair. That's he turned fair. them into a playoff team. That's fair. The Oklahoma City Thunder that was decrepit, they were they looked like they were about to tank that year, and they turned them into a 48-win playoff. Chris Paul is really good. And he he's is. old now, though. He's old. Now, what the problem is he was coached in the prime of his career by the most over-respected coach in the NBA <laughs> – Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers. That's where the Chris Paul. That's where Chris Paul. Everything went wrong for him in the prime of his career. He got docked. He got docked, and that is never a good thing. And he was with the Clippers. Well, that too. Yeah, that was like yeah. a, a double dose <laughs> of oh doom. Oh Lob City. Triple D. Yeah. Think about his career. How much different it would have been if that trade was not blocked. Oh my God. He would have absolutely had a title. If he right? went if to he LA. Went to the Lakers. The Lakers, though. <laughs> yeah. Kobe totally different trajectory. Paul. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, thank you, David Stern, for allowing that not to happen. Yes, yes, Sorry yes, to yes, Chris yes. Paul. Yeah. I mean, but thank you. Thank, thank I you. I do appreciate Rest in peace. Services. Rest in peace, my man. Yeah. My boy, David Stern. You Rest in down. peace. That's right. Held it down. <laughs> uh, big homie. I killed the Vic alive. What's up, homie? E-A-G-L-E-S-E-O. Yes, sir. What's going on? <laughs> hey, how how jacked up are you? By the way, are you nervous? Are you nervous? How how nervous are you for Sunday what against I, the Niners? What I got to be nervous about? No one's got to come to God, and that's where my point's about to come in. All right. Who was the guy standing next to the guy when the Falcons gave up that huge uh, comeback victory? Ooh, and never jacked up. Who has never jacked up a Lombardi trophy? But y'all keep calling this man a genius. Ooh. But one other than Kyle Shanahan. Oh, man, that's a man, good one. Man, they never hosted no Lombardi. He's a genius. He was standing right next to the guy. He was the one calling the play <laughs> for Matt Ryan. Uh, let the comeback happen. But he's an offensive guru and a genius. Way overrated. Kyle Shanahan. Oh, that's good stuff right there. And I can't – I love Kyle Shanahan. I can't argue it, though, because he was right in the center of that 28-3 hurricane. Like, the eye of the storm was right there, and there's Kyle Shanahan waving through the clouds. Like, uh, but Brock Purdy! No, no, no. I can't discredit any man that drags Jimmy Garoppolo and now Brock Purdy <laughs> to the big stage like he's done. Kyle Shanahan. Like, that's pretty good. And Matt Ryan, for, for, for what it's worth. And Matt Ryan, that was Matt Ryan's MVP season. Kyle Shanahan goes, and what happens to Matt Ryan's title? I think it's a perfect example of how stinking hard it is to win go. the no, final game. No, this is Aaron apples and oranges. The Celtics love, and then Kyle Shanahan are apples and oranges. I mean, just discrediting Kyle Shanahan is one of the most wild narratives <laughs> we can let fly on this radio You're show right now. You're not rocking with that. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, man, Stone is firm on this. I have not seen him this stern. He's pissed. And, he, yeah, and, and uh, sort of... Nippy like than he, he is right now. He, he's the blueprint. He is the the coaching tree's biggest branch right now. Like he is who we look to, right? For who's doing it correctly and who's most successful. Oh, but he hasn't won a Super Bowl. All right, all right. Scrub. Oh man. Oh, my goodness. That is all right. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah it's spicy like Kyle Shanahan. Like 
I see what Big Homie is saying. But also, yes, Brock Purdy, Jimmy G, went to a Super Bowl with Jimmy G, is on the doorstep of a Super Bowl with Brock Purdy. That's pretty damn good. good. You, you think Christian McCaffrey wants to come play for this team if someone else is calling plays? No, it's the allure of Kyle Shanahan. Like, it's like, come on over here. I got, I got stuff for you. Debo, you want to get paid? I got you. Like, it's all me right now. Which player, team, or coach is most over-respected? Jamar Chase says, oh, Joe Burrow, disrespected, <laughs> overlooked. Like, that's nonsense. Nolan Smith, oh, do we, uh, Georgia, we were picked to finish 7-5. and five. No, no, you weren't. Nobody, nobody said that. Stop it. You're just making things up. But forget that. I, every every athlete worth a crap is going to try and try and uh, find that edge, try and decipher something that's not there to make them feel like they're disrespected, so they can shove it in the proverbial face of the mm. haters and the doubters. Me, I want to focus on who's overrespected, who gets their flowers and don't deserve them at all. Which player, team, or coach is most overrespected? I say the Celtics as a team. Theo says. Bill Belichick is the most overrespected yeah, coach Bill. in sports. Bill. Little sweater vest. What do you say? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Is Josh Allen in this conversation? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sergio's in Royal Palm. What's up, Sergio? Uh, hey, what's up, guys? What's going on, brother? First thing, uh, I'm agreeing with Theo. Uh, Bill Belichick is way too respected. My God, that guy. I'm just tired of it. I, I'm absolutely sick and tired of it. Second, or the second and third, uh, Kevin, Ken, this is going to hit uh, closer to you. The Tottenham Hotspurs are too much. <laughs> and Chelsea, I'm done. I'm done with Chelsea, bro. I'm done with them. Now, well, now that they, they disrespected Pulisic one too many times, and you're right. You're right. And Sergio, appreciate the call. I can't. I love Tottenham. They're my Premier League team. Sergio's not wrong. They never win trophies. They never win big matches. And they're wildly frustrating. Mm. Uh, Jason messages, you've pushed this fake narrative that the rule was changed for the Bills when it was not. KC brought up that rule change when it happened to them against Brady. Uh, the Bills never brought up a change for the rule after it happened to them. Okay. The Bills didn't. There was so much public outcry mm-hmm. about that. And maybe if the Bills front office didn't do it, it was more so the media. It was the reaction to Josh around. Allen not yeah. getting it. it, it oh, That's semantics. Oh, Josh. Oh, Bills. Oh, no. We needed you to get the ball. We'd love you to throw yourself through a table. That's the Josh the Allen rule. The public outcry yeah. was significant. That's the Josh Allen rule for sure. It's not the Josh Allen rule. It's that it is. It, it, he proved to us that these teams are too good to not give them an opportunity to get the ball in overtime. If you're up, if you're up by score with 13 seconds left, like think about what this narrative should, should, would be. Your team should be able to close that the, game. The out. Kansas City Chiefs lost that game, right? And they're making rules for them, but no, we wouldn't even be talking about it because this team's still winning. Yeah, Jason follows up. By the way, I I, I didn't see this. The Bills are overrespected. Allen is as well. They should not even be close to the favorite. And I believe Jason is a Bills fan, and so right now he's being very introspective. Nice. And I appreciate that yeah. about Jason. Not weird. I appreciate <laughs> that. Bills fans. Like you're you're now experiencing what I've been saying for They're down like on that four roster. months. I don't. The, What's there to be happy about right now? I know, but they're maxed out with that roster, so they're gonna have to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna. That's be tough. the tough part. Brandon Bean was up there. Did you see the press conference mm. where he was talking about like how we don't want to be so bad that we can draft Jamar Chase and whatnot? He has his back against the wall. He knows there's no kind of maneuvers he can really make because of Stephon Diggs and Josh Allen's contracts right yeah. now. It's crazy. It's, uh, it's awesome. Uh, which player, team, or coach 
is over-respected. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We haven't even gotten to Stones yet, right? Like We haven't even gotten to Stones over-respected team player or coach. We haven't done that, right, Stone? No, we have not. Okay, we're going to do that when we come back. Let me tell you about Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments. To get you back to what you love, don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today. For more information, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic Foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Which player, team, or coach is the most over-respected in sports? Not disrespected, but over-respected in sports. Get way too much credit. 888-760-3776. Twitter is open at KLV1063. That is Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 1063. Felt so good to get that Celtics thing off my chest. I feel like that was pent up. Because we haven't done really anything about the Celtics since the Eastern Conference Finals yeah. last year. Just that fatal shot. Ah, hurts to go back to it. But man, it feels good to cut the knees out from under the Celtics. Again, just win something. Anything. I don't know. Well, we won the East. Okay, what about the, the actual title? Yeah. Congrats on getting back to the finals. The Heat have only done it five times since the last time you did it. Mm. Man, do we love the Celtics, right? Mm. Boy, do we love the Celtics. Mm. And it's too bad Brad Stevens isn't still the head coach of the Celtics because he absolutely would have been my most over-respected coach in sports, without question. Every time that dude did anything. Oh, it's so smart. He's he so cerebral. Wise guy. Brad Stevens, the master of the X's and O's. He draws it up so well. And the moment he gets bounced out of his seat, the Celtics had their best season since 08. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's just weird. Just because Brad Stevens looked like a nerd doesn't mean that he was smarter than everybody else. Give me, give me Spo all day, every day. Come on, Spo me. Spo me. Who is, uh, other than Belichick, who is the most over-respected NFL Head coach. Mm, I thought you were going to say in general because I think for a while there, Greg Popovich post Kawhi and Tim Duncan was getting a little too much. I don't know respect. why he hangs around. They're clearly Wait. rebuilding. It sucks. I think he's just padding his all time win. <laughs> Got it. Honestly, Got it. like that's the only thing he has left to do right now because he's um, not going to be contending anytime soon. NFL head coach other than Belichick that is the most over respected. I don't want to say it, but it might start to rain a little bit true. But Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin might get a, just because he hasn't yeah. won the trophy yet and he's been coaching for so long. I'm not saying it personally because I don't think he's overrespected, but you can see the I can see if look at him trying to distance himself from his own points. Exactly, like, look at him trying to distance like himself. It. It's a tough one to make. It's a tough one to make. I I respect the hell out of Mike Tomlin, but again, if we're use, if Kyle Shanahan is going to be judged by not winning a Lombardi Trophy and he's only had how many years as a head coach? Mm. Mike Tomlin has had 
two dozen, or not two dozen, about probably about what, fifteen years? Yeah, yeah, fifteen. To, yeah, you get two thousand and seven is when he was named uh, head coach. So yeah, more than fifteen years, no losing seasons, which is immaculate, tough to do, especially with some of the rosters and quarterbacks he's had to deal with, with Ben Roethlisberger at the end of his tenure. But I'm just saying, and he turned it around this year too. Are we are we about to put Sean McDermott in that conversation? Most over-respected coach in the NFL, <laughs> alongside Belichick. He's built a Super Bowl favorite. I mean, it's really hard well, to he, go against he him. He didn't build it. Brandon Bean. He had one built for him that he hasn't brought to the Super Bowl. That's more accurate. But who tough. fears him, though? Nobody's out there like, oh, Sean McDermott. Be on the lookout. We're playing a Sean McDermott. Like, I don't we, hear that as much. We were in week eight. In week nine, it wasn't week Sean 10. McDermott. It was that roster. It was sure. the roster. People, people don't talk. They talk about Josh Allen. Like, they even talk about Ken Dorsey, I feel like, more. Leslie Frazier gets more. I don't hear a lot of Sean McDermott. I wonder, can we put, so, which player team coach most over-respected? Sean Payton. Sean Payton. (laughs) I think we got it. I think that's it. That's probably the answer. I I really wanted to bring this up He has the same resume as Mike McCarthy. And everybody pans Mike McCarthy. Sean Payton... Sean Payton has the same, almost the exact same resume as Mike McCarthy, and in some areas, not as accomplished as Mike McCarthy. They both had Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yeah. Sean Payton, before he even gets back into the league, which he's going to next year, and a team's and the Saints are going to get a first round pick Come for on. him once he comes to terms with the team. Yeah, there we go. Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Sean Payton is absolutely the answer to most over-respected NFL head coach other than Bill Belichick. I saw, and actually I heard it on a podcast recently, somebody called Sean Payton the quarterback whisperer. And I was like, well, he was whispering to a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's a quarterback whisperer? <laughs> whispering to Drew Brees. Wow. <laughs> Difficult. Well, I could be a quarterback whisperer then. Right. Let me go whisper to some of these dudes. Let me right. wait till they're great. Like, he got Drew Brees like on the precipice of the prime, and yes, uh, was Sean Payton a good coach? With a massive chip on shoulder, yes. since we've been talking about that, coming off the injury in San Diego, yeah. and the Chargers getting rid of him. Like, that was the perfect situation. Perfect situation, a franchise that, I mean, eight wins would have been a success, and he did carry them to a Super Bowl, but like... He also was the head coach behind some of the most disappointing big game playoff performances that we've seen the Saints losing at home against mm. the Vikings, Vikings, against the Rams, uh, losing in Minnesota with Stephon Diggs, the Minnesota Miracle, like things like that. I mean, Sean Payton was also at the helm for those things too. Yeah. And on, on top of all of that, he believed Taysom Hill was a starting quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> he staked his name on Taysom Hill being a starting quarterback in the National Football League year after year and gave him that big, dumb-ass contract. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Payton never never paid for his sins with putting us through the Taysom Hill experiment for those three years. John <laughs> is in Port St. Lucie. What's up, John? Hey, Ken. Yeah. Um, hello? Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I heard you earlier trashing my Boston Celtics. Uh-oh. Do you really think that Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Al Horford, and Brent Williams is not the best starting lineup in the East East Division? Yeah, it they, might be. They, they're going to win it. Uh, it. It might be. It might be. But also, since two thousand and eight, there have been at least three or four other teams in the Eastern Conference that have been better than the the Celtics, and yet the Celtics get a lot of love, a lot, a lot of love. And Brad Stevens got a lot of love for not winning anything 
Zip, zilch, nada. So, yes, Jason Tatum is awesome. Marcus Smart shouldn't have won Defensive Player of the Year last year. I think we can all agree in that because Bam Adebayo is the best defender in the NBA and has been for the last four years. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give yeah. Jalen Brown credit. Jalen Brown is you really – he has – his improvement after his, his rough jump shooting at times last year, his improvement from one year to another, that dude put that work in. I have nothing but respect for him. All I'm saying, John, and this will be to your benefit, is win a trophy. Win a trophy, and then yeah, I'm going to back exactly. off. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're, sounds, we, sounds fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's John. I'm a very <laughs> fair win. person, yeah. and thank you for understanding that. You know what? I'm just here for the people, guys. Yeah. Stone wants to fight me all the time. He doesn't know that I'm I'm here to raise raise humanity, raise the standards, raise society, make things better. And Stone just tries to undercut me all the oh, time, Stone. and I don't understand. I thought he was my friend, and he. He just doesn't want me to help the people. Win our championship. When they're 25 years old, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. All right, give them two, three years, and when they take the league by storm, you're just going to have to sit here and answer for your sins of trashing this team that is better no, than every other team then, in the NBA right now. But then they would have won something, and then I can't call them over-respected anymore. That's how this works. They, do need to, they, they can go win it. How many, go win it. <laughs> how many finals have the Heat been to in the last, what, five, six years? Two. How'd well, that go in the, in for the them? Past five six years, we had the Lakers final in the bubble. How'd that go for the Man. Miami Heat? Not too well. No legendary Jimmy Butler performance that nearly had them into a game seven. I and my know. dogs got, but we got Bam got hurt in like game one. Yeah. How'd it go for them in the Our NBA leading finals? Score, Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic mm-hmm. got he, hurt. He had a plantar fasciitis. Couldn't walk. Still, still went six games. Right. Still went six. Still games. with Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy solidifying himself as a top five player in the NBA in that series. So yeah, what what other follow ups you want? I just was gonna say, you know, when's the last time these Heat, you know, hoisted the Larry O'Brien? I mean, I mean, I don't know if you wanted to come at twenty fourteen. The uh, yeah, twenty fourteen, a full six years after the last time the Celtics hoisted the Larry O'Brien. So almost a decade ago, as we're talking about the last time the Miami Heat hoisted the Larry O'Brien. Am I, am I missing something? Like, am I missing some sort of like alternate universe that Stone is living in that he is trying to to make a point? Uh, like, are we in a space time continuum here? Like, sure what are you yet. talking about? I think I'm sure this, he's getting to a point here. I, no, I'm not necessarily getting to a point here, but the same <laughs> argument could be made for the Miami Heat hey, if you wanted right, to start. Mr. If- Aaron Rodgers, when's the last time that, that Aaron Rodgers put up the Lombardi Trophy? Let's do that. <laughs> you love that on, guy. 11? Or, or, or whatever it was. So yeah, a little over a decade so when ago. when I graduated high school. It's, yeah, I mean, it's just... The Heat have won a title... Uh, be, between the time Aaron Rodgers, put, yeah, two titles since the time Aaron Rodgers put up a Lombardi Trophy, see, and they he put up two Larry O'Brien trophies. A show in Boston could say, "Hey, you guys want to hear about a really overrated team? It's the Miami Heat, right? The last time they no, won a Larry O'Brien was 2012. They'll just be haters because they, the Celtics don't have a culture, and the Heat do. The, the same just argument be haters could be made for uh, homeboy up in Boston. Like he could say the same thing if he were using the Heat. It's just plug and play team here, no, no, and that's, that's trash. Ninety-eight point five Sports Hub, W E E I. Both of you, you're just haters if <laughs> you think that the Heat are overprotected. I'll say it. I'll call get, out. I'm not scared. The Heat don't get overly respected, though. If anything, they get They get diminished. They get diminished. Yeah, like, yeah. so that's Just the people, only part People that- tease. Like, the best thing is when Knicks fans get on, oh, Heat culture, Heat culture, what a bunch of nonsense. You're the New York damn Knicks. Are you kidding me? Are you, you're the New York bleepy Knicks. You don't do anything well, nor have you done anything well. And the one time you got to the postseason in the last 15 years, you won one, kind of one playoff game, and you started jumping on cars mm. like you were about to have a ticker tape parade. You embarrassed yourselves. And then the next year, you went back to your same tired crap of being bad. And they could have had this. They could have had this culture, but they... They didn't do what they had to but do to keep don't that forget, right. Don't forget in the offseason when they win and cut. 
Jalen Brunson. And paid for him. Ooh. Ooh. Who played two good months with the Mavs. And then they needed him because Luka got hurt. Then he got a massive free agent contract out of that. And they still got banged for tampering because Jalen Brunson's dad is with the Knicks organization. And what has that gotten them? Oh, yeah, they're currently sitting by the Heat in the Eastern Conference. They even talked trash at the beginning of the year. Oh, the decline of the Heat. Yet here we go. The Heat are firmly, firmly planted in the Eastern Conference playoff Come picture. On. Come on. By the way, the Knicks. Jalen, where are you? Jalen, Jalen, Jalen. Just in the in the distance per usual. I, I think the NBA player we're letting slide, and I, I can't believe that we're letting him slide here, and who's most over-respected is Clay Thompson. I can't stand. He's coming off a debilitating leg injury. What's wrong with Clay? For me, for me, it's Clay Thompson. This is really, really. I I need to hear this. Talk to me. For me, a lot of the shot selection that that gets pulled up, and if he would just be uh, Dante DiVincenzo, like if he wasn't playing alongside Steph Curry, like when I watch Clay Thompson play nowadays. Okay, so you're talking about post injury Clay? Sure, 100% post injury Clay, because he's not at all the same player that he that he once was. I mean, he clearly is just. I mean, he's. He's not he can't defend he like can't, he used to. Right. He used to be an elite defender. And, and, he's, and he's still holding up the fours, right, because he's got four yeah. rings. And, he, and he's still pulling the card. And I, I, I don't think Clay's going to surprise anybody. I don't think anybody fears him at this point. Clay Thompson, I, I, when, every time I watch the Warriors play, like he could easily be replaced by Jordan Poole, and I think that time's coming. He's going to get shipped off but, eventually. But I don't like watching Clay Thompson play. I don't think he does right, anything uh, for this Clay Warriors Thompson, team. Clay Thompson, though, pre-injury, had, what, a 31-point quarter? 37. 37-point quarter. Like, you can't argue with that. It's all... Like, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying, Stoney. And he's not... He is not going to be the critical part of uh, no. the Warriors moving forward, winning championships. He's a nice complimentary piece, but he's no longer like a, a massive contributor. But there was a point in his career where he was absolutely worth Ooh. the conversation. He, and just like Bill Belichick, right? He was absolutely worth the conversation, but we're going but, down this Bill long Belichick, road now. Bill Belichick didn't suffer like a, a massive physical injury. He lost Tom Brady, yeah. and that's why he has been exposed as fairly mid. Uh, Clay Thompson has lost the ability to be able to like run <laughs> properly. Like, he, that's different. I still think he's a net plus. It just might be more on the margins, and especially when you get to the playoffs, he's a guy that... And in the locker room, that he he's necessary yeah. to what the Warriors have. Yeah, he, he's definitely he's definitely O Clay. Yeah, it's just it's just a little past his prime. Oh, my yeah. goodness. sorry Clay. Which player, team, or coach is over respected? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. Tweeted us at KLV one zero six three. He is Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel five, WFLX Fox twenty nine. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN one zero six three. Jar in Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I got to say, if you went to the Heat game last night, the win over the Celtics, it was a great night, but it was a perfect night if you went to the Heat game on that big yellow train, bright line, the buzzer beater train, the only way I go to Heat Games now, stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami Central Station. It's just two and a half blocks from Miami Dade Arena. That buzzer beater train gets you down to the Heat game, watches the Heat beat Jason Tatum. What up, Bam? And then there are three trains after the final buzzer. Hence, buzzer beater. That'll get you back home. You won't miss it. Perfect. Stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. But wait, there's more. Now in Boca Raton, 
where tomorrow night, Florida Atlantic takes on Middle Tennessee State, FAU number 21 in the nation. Want to get down to Boca? You can just take the bright line and then take the ride share from the Boca station over to FAU for nationally ranked college basketball. That's Brightline. Go Brightline.com, the free Brightline app. Go Brightline.com and the free Brightline app. That's Brightline. Every single great athlete thinks that they're being disrespected or thinks that their teammate, their boy, is being disrespected, not getting enough credit, being overlooked. It's called manufacturing a shoulder chip. Like, that's what that is. It's it's manufacturing inspiration. All the greats do it, and we know Michael Jordan. Uh, he would do it to extreme examples. Jamar Chase is doing it right now. Joe Burrow, Georgia, had players saying, oh, we got picked to go 7-5. and five. No, you didn't. Nobody picked you to go 7-5. and five. You're oh. making that up. Somebody lied to you, outright lied to you. But fine, they used it to win back-to-back national championships. I want to go the other direction. Which player, team, or coach is over-respected? They get way too much credit from what they're actually putting out there into the world, into the sports conversation. Which player, team, or coach is most over-respected? 888-760-3776. Here are our examples. I say the Boston Celtics as a team are over-respected. Doc Rivers is an over-respected NBA coach. Sean Payton, behind Theo's pick, Bill Belichick, is the second <laughs> most over-respected coach in the NFL. Quickly, uh, Stone, what, what is your most over-respected player, team, or coach? So for me, it was Clay Thompson. Oh, I, 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 I thought gave you were just throwing it out there. That was what you were going to go with. You're yeah, with I, that. I, 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 stand beside it. I am going to stand beside it. I watched him play the Nets last night. He was 0 from 7 from deep. He was 4 from 17 from the field. Shot selection was terrible. When Steph wasn't on the court, he was minus. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, I can't do this anymore with this guy. Like, We're going to keep giving this guy lengths of leashes, and he doesn't deserve it anymore. Uh, Kyle is in West Palm. What's going on, Kyle? Hey, guys, love the show. And I like uh, the pick for Bill Belichick for the, one of the most overrated, over-respected coaches in the NFL. But I would say he's revered as a 9 or a 10 right now, and he's coaching like a 4 or a 5 out of 10. <laughs> mm. But how about this one? And it's the elephant in the room in the NFL. <laughs> no one wants to say it because he got a cool nickname, nice guy, battle cancer, Ron Rivera. Thank you. Ron Rivera's had like three winning seasons as a head coach, and he's still yes. the guy that was brought in to fix the commanders. He hasn't done much apart from the 15 and one Panthers Super Bowl birth season. Kyle, I'm glad you bring up the nickname too, because that's important here because he's really the only NFL coach that has a nickname. And I feel like that gives him a little more leeway than maybe he would get otherwise. Riverboat Ron, that's a great nickname. Uh, And when you're one of one, they can't get rid of you without extreme cause. And so that's a great point you bring up, Kyle. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, you got Mike it. Mike Tomlin, you're right with Theo, too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was kind of on the fence there, but I appreciate your support in that one as well. That's good. It's always important to have the Kyle stamp of approval. Yeah. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the call, Kyle. Ron Rivera's number three, though. Ron Rivera. It, He's overly I, respected. I, I don't know funny. at this point anybody respects Ron Rivera. But who who is who is doing better than Ron Rivera in that situation? <laughs> so many people. That's... I mean, that organization, organization. that team, I mean, they can't even get the Sean Taylor statue right. Yeah, yeah, it's a terrible organization. This guy, Ron Rivera, made of pipe cleaners. (laughs) This guy, Ron Rivera, didn't know 
if his okay. team was in okay. and out of the playoffs yeah, yeah, in the last week right. of the season. Yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. He's a meme. Yeah, Ron Rivera is the little... Uh, That's true. He did not know the playoff scenario that directly affected who he was going to play or not going to play. <laughs> Thought he had more cushion than he did to try and get into the postseason and made a terrible calculated decision based off of not knowing Crazy. what the playoff scenario was. All right, that's bad. Yes, yeah. you're and right. Also, we talk about that Super Bowl birth season. After all that Cam Newton did for Ron Rivera's career, him giving him zero vote of confidence, him giving him zero kind of like support the year after Cam was, you know, exiled from the Panthers and was looking for a home, that to me struck a, a negative chord to me as well. It shows me a little bit more about his character. You talking about the guy who now play, starts Taylor Heineke at quarterback? It makes a lot of sense nowadays. <laughs> <sighs> it might. It might make some sense. Might be something there. Not By the, the way, judge. Uh, real quick, the Associated Press earlier today announced its five finalists for the AP NFL MVP. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson up for the award. The people's MVP. Yeah. It's really too bad that uh, that, that Tua got that second concussion because his <laughs> name would be there. His name would unequivocally Ooh, be it, there. It would have to be in the mix, right? It would mm-hmm. have to be. Uh, it's definitely Mahomes, right? It is. The odds uh, already gave it away. Like This is the thing, Jamar. Like Jamar Chase, who we started this entire conversation today off of this, uh, everybody's disrespecting, overlooking us. Jamar Chase told Kimberly Martin of ESPN that people are overlooking and disrespecting Joe Burrow. Bro, he is an MVP finalist. Yeah. Come on, dude. Like Nobody's doing that. You guys were in the Super Bowl last year. Stop it. Let's keep it real. Just stop it. Let's keep it real. When we come back, I need to dig into what the life of local TV is like. And it's a good thing we have Theo Dorsey here because he can give us a little insight into what in the world happened the other night on an American local TV station as a poor news reporter tried to give a sports report. It is an absolute mess, and we'll relive it when we come back. He's Theodore CW, PTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN (laughs) 106.3. The Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Felt so good to get that Celtics thing off my chest. I feel like that was pent up. Because we haven't done really anything about the Celtics since the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Last year. Just that fatal shot. Ah. Hurts to go back to it. But man, it feels good to. Cut the knees out from under the Celtics. Again, just win something. Anything. I don't know. Well, we won the East. Okay, what about the the actual title? Yeah. Congrats on getting back to the finals. The Heat have only done it five times since the last time you did it. Mm. Man, do we love the Celtics, right? Mm. Boy, do we love the Celtics. Mm. And it's too bad Brad Stevens isn't still the head coach of the Celtics because he absolutely would have been my most over-respected coach in sports. Without question. Every time that dude did anything. Oh, it's so smart. He's so cerebral. Wise guy. Brad Stevens, the master of the X's and O's. He draws it up so well. And the moment he gets bounced out of his seat, the Celtics had their best season since 08. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just weird. Just because Brad Stevens looked like a nerd doesn't mean that he was smarter than everybody else. Give me, give me Spo all day, every day. Come on, Spo me. Spo me. Who is, uh, other than Belichick, who is the most over-respected NFL 
head coach. Mm, I thought you were going to say in general because I think for a while there, Greg Popovich post Kawhi and Tim Duncan was getting a little too much I don't know respect. why he hangs around. They're clearly rebuilding. It sucks. I think he's just padding his all-time win. <laughs> Got it. Honestly, Got it. like that's the only thing he has left to do right now because um, he's not going to be contending anytime soon. NFL head coach other than Belichick that is the most over-respected. I don't want to say it, but it might start to rain a little bit true. But Mike Tomlin... Mike Tomlin might get a, just because he hasn't yeah. won the trophy yet and he's been coaching for so long. I'm not saying it personally because I don't think he's overrespected, but you can see the. I can see. If look at him trying to distance up. himself from his own points. Exactly. Like, look at him trying to distance like it. himself. It's a tough one to make. It's a tough one to make. I I respect the hell out of Mike Tomlin. But again, if we're use, if Kyle Shanahan is going to be judged by not winning a Lombardi trophy and he's only had how many years as a head coach? Mm. Mike Tomlin has had two dozen, or not two dozen, about probably about what, fifteen years? Yeah, yeah, fifteen. To, yeah, two thousand and seven is when he was named uh, head coach. So yeah, more than fifteen years, no losing seasons, which is immaculate, tough to do, especially with some of the rosters and quarterbacks he's had to deal with, with Ben Roethlisberger at the end of his tenure. But I'm just saying, and he turned it around this year too. Are we are we about to put Sean McDermott in that conversation? Most over-respected coach in the NFL, <laughs> alongside Belichick. He's built a Super Bowl favorite. I mean, it's really hard well, to he, go against He him. didn't build it. Brandon Bean. He had one built for him that he hasn't brought to the Super Bowl. That's more accurate. Well, who tough. fears him, though? Nobody's out there like, oh, Sean McDermott. Be on the lookout. We're playing a Sean McDermott. Like, I don't we, hear that as much. We were in week eight. In week nine, it in wasn't week Sean 10. McDermott. It was that roster. It sure. was the roster. People, people don't talk. They talk about Josh Allen. Like, they even talk about Ken Dorsey, I feel like, more. Leslie Frazier gets more. I don't hear a lot of Sean McDermott. I wonder, can we put, so, which player team coach most over-respected? Sean Payton. Sean Payton. (laughs) I think we got it. I think that's it. That's probably the answer. I I really wanted to bring this up He has the same resume as Mike McCarthy. And everybody pans Mike McCarthy. Sean Payton... Sean Payton has the same, almost the exact same resume as Mike McCarthy, and in some areas, not as accomplished as Mike McCarthy. They both had Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yeah. Sean Payton, before he even gets back into the league, which he's going to next year, and a team's, and the Saints are going to get a first-round pick Come for on. him once he comes to terms with the team. Yeah, there we go. Sean Payton, Sean Payton. Sean Payton is absolutely the answer to most over-respected NFL head coach other than Bill Belichick. I saw, and actually I heard it on a podcast recently, somebody called Sean Payton the quarterback whisperer, and I was like, well, he was whispering to a Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's a quarterback whisperer? <laughs> whispering to Drew Brees. Wow. <laughs> Difficult. Well, I could be a quarterback whisperer then. Right. Let me go whisper to some of these dudes. Let me right. wait till they're great. Like, he got Drew Brees, like, on the precipice of the prime. And, yes, uh, was Sean Payton a good coach? With a massive chip on shoulder yes. since we've been talking about that, coming off the injury in San Diego, yeah. the Chargers getting rid of him. Like, that was the perfect situation. Perfect situation. A franchise that, I mean, eight wins would have been a success, and he did carry them to a Super Bowl. But, like, he also was the head coach behind some of the most disappointing big game playoff performances that we've seen. The Saints losing at home against mm. the Vikings, Vikings, against the Rams, uh, losing in Minnesota with Stephon Diggs, the Minnesota Miracle, like, things like that. I mean, Sean Payton was also at the helm for those things, too. Yeah. And on on top of all of that, 
he believed Taysom Hill was a starting quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> he staked his name on Taysom Hill being a starting quarterback in the National Football League year after year and gave him that big, dumb-ass contract. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Payton never, never paid for his sins with putting us through the Taysom Hill experiment for those three years. John <laughs> is in Port St. Lucie. What's up, John? Hey, Ken. Yeah. Um, hello? Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I heard you earlier trashing my Boston Celtics. Uh-oh. Do you really think that Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Al Horford, and Brent Williams is not the best starting lineup in the East, East Division? Yeah, it they, might be. They, they're going to win it. It might be. It might be. But also, since 2008, there have been at least three or four other teams in the Eastern Conference that have been better than the the Celtics. And yet the Celtics get a lot of love, a lot, a lot of love. And Brad Stevens got a lot of love for not winning anything. Zip. Zilch. Nada. So, yes, Jason Tatum is awesome. Marcus Smart shouldn't have won Defensive Player of the Year last year. I think we can all agree in that because Bam Adebayo is the best defender in the NBA and has been for the last four years. But uh, I'll I'll give Jalen Brown credit. Jalen Brown... Is really he has his improvement after his his rough jump shooting at times last year. His improvement from one year to another. That dude put that work, and I have nothing but respect for him. All I'm saying, John, and this will be to your benefit, is win a trophy, win a trophy, and then I'm going to back off. Exactly. Okay. All right. Sounds sounds fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, John. I'm a very (laughs) fair person, and thank you for understanding that. You know what? I'm just here for the people, guys. Yeah. Stone wants to fight me all the time. He doesn't know that I'm I'm here to raise raise humanity. Raise the standards. Raise society. Make things better. And Stone just tries to undercut me all the oh, time. Stone. And I don't understand. I thought he was my friend. And he he just doesn't want me to help the people. When our championship, when they're 25 years old, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. All right, give them two, three years. And when they take the league by storm, you're just going to have to sit here and answer for your sins of trashing this team that is better no, than every other team then, in the NBA right now. But then they would have won something. And then I can't call them over-respected anymore. That's how this works. They and, do need to... They they can go win it. How many, go win it. <laughs> how many finals have the Heat been to in the last, what, five, six years? Two. How'd well, that go in the, for in the them? In the past five, six years, we had the Lakers final in the bubble. How'd that go for the Lakers. Miami Heat? Not too well. No, legendary Jimmy Butler performance that nearly had them into a game seven. I, and I my know. dogs got, but we got, Bam got hurt in like game one. Yeah. How'd it go for them in the Our NBA finals? Our leading scorer, Goran Dragic. Goran Dragic, mm-hmm. got he, hurt. he had a plantar fasciitis, couldn't walk. Still, still went six games. Right. Still went six Still, games. with Jimmy, I mean, Jimmy solidifying himself as a top five player in the NBA in that series. So, yeah, what, what other follow-ups you want? I just was going to say, you know, when's the last time these Heat, you know, hoisted the Larry O'Brien? I mean, I mean, I don't know if you wanted to come at— 2014. The, uh, yeah, 2014, a full six years after the last time the Celtics hoisted the Larry O'Brien. <laughs> so, almost a decade ago, as we're talking about the last time the Miami Heat hoisted the Larry O'Brien. Am I, am I missing something? Like, am I missing some sort of, like, alternate universe that Stone is living in that he is trying to, to make a point? Uh, like, are we in a space-time continuum here? Like, sure what are you yet. talking about? I think I'm sure this, he's getting to a point here. I, no, I'm not necessarily getting— to a point here, but the same <laughs> argument could be made for the Miami Heat hey, if you wanted right, to start. Mr. If, Aaron Rodgers, when's the last time that, that Aaron Rodgers put up the Lombardi Trophy? Let's do that. <laughs> you love that guy. 11? Or, or, or whatever it was. So yeah, a little over a decade so when ago. when I graduated high school. It's, yeah, I mean, it's just... The Heat have won a title 
Uh, be, between the time Aaron Rodgers, put, yeah, two titles since the time Aaron Rodgers put up a Lombardi Trophy, see, and they he put up two Larry O'Brien trophies. A show in Boston could say, "Hey, you guys want to hear about a really overrated team? It's the Miami Heat, right? The last time they no, won, a Larry O'Brien was haters. 2012. They'll just be haters because they, the Celtics don't have a culture, and the Heat do. The, the same just argument be haters could be made for a homeboy up in Boston. Like he could say the same thing if he were using the Heat. It's just plug and play team here, no, no, and no, that's, that's trash. Ninety-eight point five Sports Hub, W E E I. Both of you, you're just haters if <laughs> you think that the Heat are overprotected. I'll say it. I'll call get, out. I'm not scared. The Heat don't get overly respected, though. If anything, they get They get diminished. They get diminished. diminished. Yeah, like, yeah. so it, that's just the people, only part People that, tease. Like, the best thing is when Knicks fans get on, oh, Heat culture, Heat culture, what a bunch of nonsense. You're the New York damn Knicks. Are you kidding me? Are you, you're the New York bleepy Knicks. You don't do anything well, nor have you done anything well. And the one time you got to the postseason in the last 15 years, you won one, kind of one playoff game, and you started jumping on cars mm. like you were about to have a ticker tape parade. You embarrassed yourselves. And then the next year, you went back to your same tired crap of being bad. And they could have had this. They could have had this culture, but they they didn't do what they had to but do to keep don't that right. Forget, don't forget in the offseason when they win and cut Jalen Brunson. And paid for him. Ooh. Who played two good months with the Mavs. And then they needed him because Luka got hurt. Then he got a massive free agent contract out of that. And they still got banged for tampering because Jalen Brunson's dad is with the Knicks organization. And what has that gotten them? Oh, yeah, they're currently sitting by the Heat in the Eastern Conference. They even talked trash at the beginning of the year. Oh, the decline of the Heat. Yet here we go. The Heat are firmly, firmly planted in the Eastern Conference playoff Come picture. On. Come on. By the way, the Knicks. Jalen, where are you? Jalen, Jalen, Jalen. Just in the in the distance per usual. I, I think the NBA player we're letting slide, and I, I can't believe that we're letting him slide here, and who's most over-respected is Clay Thompson. I can't stand. He's coming off a debilitating leg injury. What's wrong with Clay? For me, for me, it's Clay Thompson. Ooh, this is really, really. R- I, I need to hear this. Talk to me. For me, a lot of the shot selection that that gets pulled up, and if he would just be uh, Dante Divincenzo, like if he wasn't playing alongside Steph Curry, like when I watch Clay Ooh. Thompson play nowadays. Okay, so you're talking about post injury Clay? Sure, one hundred percent post injury Clay, because okay. he's not at all the same player yeah. that he okay. that he once was. I mean, he clearly is just. I mean, he's. He's not. He can't defend he like can't, he used to. Right. He used to be an elite defender, and, and he's and he's still holding up the fours, right? Because he's got four yeah. rings, and he, and he's still pulling the card. And I, I I don't think Clay's gonna surprise anybody. I don't think anybody fears him at this point. Clay Thompson. I, I when every time I watch the Warriors play, like he could easily be replaced by Jordan Poole, and I think that time's coming. He's gonna get shipped off but, eventually. But I don't like watching Clay Thompson play. I don't think he does right. anything uh, for this Clay Warriors Thompson, team. Clay Thompson, though, pre-injury had what a thirty-one point quarter. 37. 37-point quarter. Like, you can't argue with that. It's all... Like, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see what you're saying, Stoney. And he's not... He is not going to be the critical part of uh, no. the Warriors moving forward, winning championships. He's a nice complimentary piece, but he's no longer like a, a massive contributor. But there was a point in his career where he was absolutely worth Ooh. the conversation. He, and just like Bill Belichick, right? He was absolutely worth the conversation, but we're going but, down this long Belichick, road now. Bill Belichick didn't suffer like a, a massive physical injury. He lost Tom Brady, yeah. and that's why he has been exposed as fairly mid. Klay uh, Thompson has lost the ability to be able to like run <laughs> properly. Like, he, that's different. I still think he's a net plus. It just might be more on the margins, and especially when you get to the playoffs, he's a guy that, and in the locker room, that he he's necessary yeah. to what the Warriors have. Yeah, yeah. he's but definitely he's definitely O'Clay. Yeah, it's just 
is just a little past his prime. My yeah. goodness. Sorry, Clay. Which player, team, or coach is overrespected? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. He is Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I got to say, if you went to the Heat game last night, the win over the Celtics, it was a great night, but it was a perfect night if you went to the Heat game on that big yellow train, bright line, the buzzer beater train. The only way I go to Heat games now Stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami Central Station. It's just two and a half blocks from Miami Dade Arena. That buzzer beater train gets you down to the Heat game. Watches the Heat beat Jason Tatum. What up, Bam? And then there are three trains after the final buzzer. Hence, buzzer beater. That'll get you back home. You won't miss it. Perfect. Stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. But wait, there's more. Now in Boca Raton. Where tomorrow night, Florida Atlantic takes on Middle Tennessee State. FAU number 21 in the nation. Want to get down to Boca? You can just take the bright line. And then take the ride share from the Boca station over to FAU. For nationally ranked college basketball. That's Brightline. GoBrightline.com, the free Brightline app. GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. That's Brightline. Every single great athlete thinks that they're being disrespected. Or thinks that their teammate, their boy, is being disrespected. Not getting enough credit. Being overlooked. It's called manufacturing a shoulder chip. Like, that's what that is. It's it's manufacturing inspiration. All the greats do it. And we know Michael Jordan. Uh, he would do it to extreme examples. Jamar Chase is doing it right now. Joe Burrow. Georgia had players saying, oh, we got picked to go 7-5. and five. No, you didn't. Nobody picked you to go 7-5. and five. You're oh. making that up. Somebody lied to you. Outright lied to you. But fine. They used it to win back-to-back national championships. I want to go the other direction. Which player, team, or coach? is over-respected. They get way too much credit from what they're actually putting out there into the world, into the sports conversation. Which player, team, or coach is most over-respected? 888-760-3776. Here are our examples. I say the Boston Celtics as a team are over-respected. Doc Rivers is an over-respected NBA coach. Sean Payton, Behind Theo's pick, Bill Belichick is the second most over-respected coach in the NFL. Quickly, uh, Stone, what what is your most over-respected player, team, or coach? So for me, it was Clay Thompson. Oh, I, 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 I thought gave you were up. just throwing it out there. That was what you were going to go with. You're yeah. sticking with I, that. I, I, You'll stand beside it. I am going to stand beside it. I watched him play the Nets last night. He was 0 from 7 from deep. He was 4 from 17 from the field. Shot selection was terrible. When Steph wasn't on the court, he was minus. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, I can't do this anymore with this guy. Like, We're going to keep giving this guy links of leashes, and he doesn't deserve it anymore. Uh, Kyle is in West Palm. What's going on, Kyle? Hey, guys, love the show. And I like uh, the pick for Bill Belichick for the, one of the most overrated, over-respected coaches in the NFL. But I would say he's revered as a 9 or a 10 right now, and he's coaching like a 4 or a 5 out of 10. <laughs> mm. But how about this one? And it's the elephant in the room in the NFL. <laughs> no one wants to say it because he got a cool nickname, nice guy, battle cancer, Ron Rivera. Thank you. Ron Rivera's had like three winning seasons as a head coach, and he's still yes. the guy that was brought in to fix the commanders. 
He hasn't done much apart from the 15-1 and one Panthers Super Bowl birth season. Kyle, Freeze. I'm glad you bring up the nickname, too, because that's important here, because he's really the only NFL coach that has a nickname, and I feel like that gives him a little more leeway than maybe he would get otherwise. Yeah. Riverboat Ron, that's a great nickname, uh, and when you're one of one, they can't get rid of you without extreme cause, and so that's a great point you bring up, Kyle. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, you got Hi, it. Hi, Tomlin. You're right with Theo, too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was kind of on the fence there, but I appreciate your support in that one as well. That's good. It's always important to have the Kyle stamp of approval. Yeah. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the call, Kyle. Ron Rivera's number three, though. Ron Rivera. It, He's overly I, respected. I, it, I don't know. Funny. At this point, anybody respects Ron Rivera. But who who is who is doing better than Ron Rivera in that situation? <laughs> so many people. That's... I mean, that organization, organization. that team, I mean, they can't even get the Sean Taylor statue right. Yeah, yeah, it's a terrible organization. It's like made of pipe cleaners. (laughs) This guy, Ron Rivera, didn't know if his team was in and out of the playoffs in the last week of the season. Yeah, yeah. You're right, you're right. He's a meme. Yeah, Ron Rivera is the little... uh, He did not know the playoff scenario that directly affected who he was going to play or not going to play. (laughs) Thought he had more cushion than he did to try and get into the postseason and made a terrible calculated decision based off of not knowing what the playoff scenario was. All right, that's bad. Yes, you're right. Also, we talk about that Super Bowl birth season. After all that Cam Newton did for Ron Rivera's career, him giving him zero vote of confidence, him giving him zero kind of like support the year after Cam was, you know, exiled from the Panthers and was looking for a home, that to me struck a, a negative chord to me as well. It shows me a little bit more about his character. You're talking about the guy who now play, starts Taylor Heineke at quarterback. It makes a lot of sense nowadays. <laughs> <sighs> it might. It might make some sense. It might be something there. Not By the, the way, judge. Uh, real quick, the Associated Press earlier today announced its five finalists for the AP NFL MVP. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson up for the award. The people's MVP. Yeah. It's really too bad that uh, that, that Tua got that second concussion because his name <laughs> would be there. His name would unequivocally Ooh, be it, there. It would have to be in the mix, right? It would mm-hmm. have to be. Uh, it's definitely Mahomes, right? It is. The odds uh, already gave it away. Like This is the thing, Jamar. Like Jamar Chase, who we started this entire conversation today off of this, uh, everybody's disrespecting, overlooking us. Jamar Chase told Kimberly Martin of ESPN that people are overlooking and disrespecting Joe Burrow. Bro, he is an MVP finalist. Yeah. Come on, dude. Like, nobody's doing that. You guys were in the Super Bowl last year. Stop it. Let's keep it real. Just stop it. Let's keep it real. When we come back, I need to dig into what the life of local TV is like. And it's a good thing we have Theo Dorsey here because he can give us a little insight into what in the world happened the other night on an American local TV station as a poor news reporter tried to give a sports report. It is an absolute mess, and we'll relive it when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the NHR and the Bean Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. I got to say, if you went to the Heat game last night, the win over the Celtics, it was a great night, but it was a perfect night if you went to the Heat game on that big yellow train, Brightline, the buzzer beater train. It's the only way I go to Heat games now. 
stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami Central Station. It's just two and a half blocks from Miami Dade Arena. That buzzer beater train gets you down to the heat game. Watches the heat beat Jason Tatum. What up, fam? And then there are three trains after the final buzzer. Hence, buzzer beater. That'll get you back home. You won't miss it. Perfect. Stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. But wait, there's more. Now in Boca Raton, where tomorrow night, Florida Atlantic takes on Middle Tennessee State. FAU number 21 in the nation. Want to get down to Boca? You can just take the bright line and then take the ride share from the Boca Station over to FAU for nationally ranked college basketball. That's Brightline. GoBrightline.com, the free Brightline app. GoBrightline.com and the free Brightline app. That's Brightline. Every single great athlete thinks that they're being disrespected or thinks that their teammate, their boy, is being disrespected, not getting enough credit, being overlooked. It's called manufacturing a shoulder chip. Like, that's what that is. It's it's manufacturing inspiration. All the greats do it, and we know Michael Jordan. Uh, he would do it to extreme examples. Jamar Chase is doing it right now. Joe Burrow, Georgia, had players saying, oh, we got picked to go 7-5. and five. No, you didn't. Nobody picked you to go 7-5. and five. You're oh. making that up. Somebody lied to you, outright lied to you. But fine, they used it to win back-to-back national championships. I want to go the other direction. Which player, team, or coach is over-respected. They get way too much credit from what they're actually putting out there into the world, into the sports conversation. Which player, team, or coach is most over-respected? 888-760-3776. Here are our examples. I say the Boston Celtics as a team are over-respected. Doc Rivers is an over-respected NBA coach. Sean Payton, behind Theo's pick, Bill Belichick, is the second most over-respected coach in the NFL. Quickly, uh, Stone, what what is your most over-respected player, team, or coach? So for me, it was Clay Thompson. Oh, I, was, I, I, I thought gave you were up. just throwing it out there. That was what you were going to go with. You're yeah. sticking with I, that. I, I, go stand beside it. I am going to stand beside it. I watched him play the Nets last night. He was 0 from 7 from deep. He was 4 from 17 from the field. Shot selection was terrible. When Steph wasn't on the court, he was minus. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, I can't do this anymore with this guy. Like, We're going to keep giving this guy lengths of leashes, and he doesn't deserve it anymore. Uh, Kyle is in West Palm. What's going on, Kyle? Hey, guys, love the show. And I like uh, the pick for Bill Belichick for the, one of the most overrated, overrespected coaches in the NFL. But I would say he's revered as a 9 or a 10 right now, and he's coaching like a 4 or a 5 out of 10. <laughs> mm. But how about this one? And it's the elephant in the room in the NFL. <laughs> no one wants to say it because he got a cool nickname, nice guy, battled cancer, Ron Rivera. Thank you. Ron Rivera's had like three winning seasons as a head coach, and he's still yes. the guy that was brought in to fix the commanders. He hasn't done much apart from the 15 and one Panthers Super Bowl birth season. I'm glad you bring up the nickname too, because that's important here because he's really the only NFL coach that has a nickname. And I feel like that gives him a little more leeway than maybe he would get otherwise. Riverboat Ron, that's a great nickname. Uh, And when you're one of one, they can't get rid of you without extreme cause. And so that's a great point you bring up, Kyle. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, you got Hi, it. Hi, Tomlin. You're right with Theo, too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was kind of on the fence there, but I appreciate your support in that one as well. That's good. It's always important to have the Kyle stamp of approval. Yeah. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the call, Kyle. Ron Rivera is number three, though. Ron Rivera. It, He's overly I, respected. I, I don't know. Funny. At this point, anybody respects Ron Rivera. But who who is who is doing better than Ron Rivera in that situation? <laughs> so many people. That's... 
I mean, that organization, it's a bad organization, that team. I mean, they can't even get the Sean Taylor statue right. Yeah, yeah, it's a terrible organization. This yeah. guy, it's Ron like Rivera, made of pipe cleaners. <laughs> this guy, Ron Rivera, didn't know if his okay. team was in oh, and out of the playoffs right. yeah. in the last week you're of right. the season. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. He's a meme. Yeah, Ron Rivera is the little. Uh, That's true. He did not know the playoff scenario that directly affected who he was going to play or not going to play. <laughs> Thought he had more cushion than he did to try and get into the postseason, and made a terrible, calculated decision based off of not knowing Crazy. what the playoff scenario was. All right, that's bad. Yes, yeah. you're right. And also, you talk about that Super Bowl birth season. After all that Cam Newton did for Ron Rivera's career, him giving him zero vote of confidence, him giving him zero kind of like support. The year after Cam was, you know, exiled from the Panthers and was looking for a home, that to me struck a, a negative chord to me as well. It shows me a little bit more about his character. You remember the guy who now play, starts Taylor Heineke at quarterback? It makes a lot of sense nowadays. <laughs> <sighs> it might. It might make some sense. It might be something there. Not By the, the way, judge. Uh, real quick, the Associated Press earlier today announced its five finalists for the AP NFL MVP. Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and Justin Jefferson, Justin Jefferson up for the award. The people's MVP. Yeah. It's really too bad that, uh, that, that Tua got that second concussion because his <laughs> name would be there. His name would unequivocally Ooh, be it, there. It would have to be in the mix, right? It would mm-hmm. have to be. Uh, it's definitely Mahomes, right? It is. The odds uh, already gave it away. Like This is the thing, Jamar. Like Jamar Chase, who we started this entire conversation today off of this, uh, everybody's disrespecting, overlooking us. Jamar Chase told Kimberly Martin of ESPN that people are overlooking and disrespecting Joe Burrow. Bro, he is an MVP finalist. Yeah. Come on, dude. Like, nobody's doing that. You guys were in the Super Bowl last year. Stop it. Let's keep it real. Just stop it. Let's keep it real. When we come back, I need to dig into what the life of local TV is like. And it's a good thing we have Theo Dorsey here because he can give us a little insight into what in the world happened the other night on an American local TV station as a poor news reporter tried to give a sports report. It is an absolute mess, and we'll relive it when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.